New this episode. Bonus episode. This is mad weird. I don't like this. I don't like this either. I have to hold the mic here as well. This agitates me a little bit. <laughs> you have to hold the mic later on as well. I know, yeah. Um, so we're sitting in the National Stadium. I'm sitting on the floor. Yeah, sitting on the floor. On that stupid looking carpet. Yeah, why don't we have a new carpet on? Like, of all the live shows we've done, you think we'd like change the carpet? The That's magic carpet. carpet. And there's no need for the carpet. It's not hiding nothing. It used to be hiding words and all. There's literally, there's nothing underneath the like. If you don't like it, we can get rid of it. Yeah, no. I'd prefer if it was gone. So would I, yeah. That's not a carpet, that's a rug, just for the record. Terence, what's that? That's a carpet. That's a carpet, pal. The thing underneath it is a carpet. No, listen to me. What did Aladdin sit on? A magic what? Not magic rug. It was a magic carpet. It's a carpet. Anyways, right. we're well, actually sitting on the stage in the National Stadium right now. About how many hours are we out? What time is it there now? It's three o'clock. It's three o'clock. So about four hours out from getting dressed. From getting dressed. And in five hours we'll be actually walking onto the stage with the mics in our hands. Rattling. <laughs> but we'll be ran to it be alright. I'm alright now, I'm not that nervous now, are you? No, not yet, not yet. I feel a bit jittery. Like. Yeah, do you know what I think helped? Getting over here early, I think helped. Yeah. Because you're not sitting around waiting to get here. Yeah. This is the earliest we've probably ever got here. Yeah, and Liverpool's playing right now. <laughs> so hurry the fuck up, on. <laughs> um, um, come up, Terence rang me earlier and asked me how we felt. And uh, I rocked him a bit with a little stat, didn't I? We spent nearly a day of our lives doing live shows. We add up the hours. How many have... Surely this is like nine or ten now, was it? Yeah. Liberty Hall, four in Vicar Street. This is the fourth... In the stadium. So that's nine. That's nine. And then electric picnic as well. Yeah. So the goods are 20 odd hours. And anyways. Easy, yeah. Yeah. On stage time. Which is mental. Like, you know, we can't even listen to Sweet Caroline anymore. Because we actually hate that song. And the hip We don't have song. to play. Well, you have to play the hip knocker. I, like, Sweet Caroline's good for the crowd. It's not good for us though. Like, do you know when we mount you hear that and people like at weddings and all sing it? I'd be like, this is a shy song. Pick something else. I just, just hate the life on me on as well. So just don't do it anymore. Ah, oh, but you kind of have to. It is good for the crowd. <laughs> and you know what's coming next. Yeah. Day. I blame Eddie Hearn. And we're going to be in that. See, the thing about the stadium as well, what's different to Vicar Street. Vicar Street, you're kind of backstage and behind the corner. In the stadium, you're in a tunnel <laughs> under the crowd. <laughs> so when Sweet Hardline comes on, the All-Star singing, the noise of them all around you is horrific. Yeah. Like, if, if, you, if you ever want to torture someone, Put them in that young say if they walk out in front of the two thousand people now and be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Terence on live show day is just oh, Terence on live show week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on live show week, yeah. They're the worst weeks of my life, boys. And you know what? It's it's mad because uh, so where the tunnel is, you come out of the tunnel, the girls' toilets there, and then there's like an emergency exit in front of that. But we have to come out of that tunnel and go right. You walk up a bit and then you walk up a set of stairs then onto the stage. And when you're walking out, it feels like you're walking for about five minutes. And you're like, why is nobody cheering? And then you get on the stage and you hear the cheer, it's which like is a big mental. Wave, isn't it? Because you're like, oh, this is shit. No one likes us. <laughs> and then you get on the stage and everyone cheers. Then you're like, oh, all right, this is grand. They only paid 50 quid for the ticket. They don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Because it feels like you're walking. You're waiting for that validation for so long. You're taking yeah. so many steps. What do we do on live show day? This is the first time I've driven to a live show. I usually leave Amy with the car. And then today I drove in and I swear to God I feel 
on top of the world. It was fucking brilliant. Mm. I listen to I listen to this song every live show no matter what. So whether it's me earphones, whether it's when I get in the shower, that song Inspect on Us. It's the song that first I listened to when they walked over to the tree arena. I loved that song and I listened to every live show day. And I listened to that on the way in here, cruising in. Mm. You are in a particularly good mood today, yeah. 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 What well, am I usually not in a good mood on? No, nah, you're usually a bit more reserved. Yeah, no, I'm in a great, I'm having a great, earlier, great yeah. mood. Uh, great buzz. Grew up this morning, cooked a fry for the family. <laughs> Done what I had to do. <laughs> had a paddy power, shave, and here I am, buzzing. For the record, yeah, I didn't iron my short. I don't have an ironing board in the gaff. I ironed my short on the kitchen table. You didn't know in your short. Bobby's life, I did have a look at it. There's not a crease in the thing. That thing was took out of a packet and given to you. I've seen it. Took out of a packet. short that I've ever seen in my life go into the dressing room and have a look at the short and come back to me. Was that not took out of a packet 12 hours I, ago? I took it out of a packet. No. <laughs> and then earned it? Yeah, I did. Of course. So you, you took it out of a packet and it was creased? Obviously. I'd be bringing that back, me it's bollocks. It's folded up, it's a bleeding short. It's folded up in about a million yeah, different pieces. Usually, when you take them out of the packet and you put it straight on, you'd be fresh now. No. no. There's worse if it's took out of a packet. I've never owned a short out of a packet. At the time, yeah. This is the first time I didn't get a new short. So, yeah. That's it. This is how live show there goes, though, and we don't actually do it. You just sit around and wait, yeah. Well, we're going to do the run through after this, which is where we get up, and it's not a full rehearsal of the show, but we'll go through all the different bits because there's there's a lot going on in tonight's show. There's more pieces to the show tonight, yeah. I think, than we've ever had before. Yeah, there is a lot in terms of different songs, video. I haven't gimmicks. done a run through yeah. since Vicastry. I know. They send me west. I don't enjoy them. Mm. I did one in Liberty Hall and I think it was the first Vicar Street was the last time I did one I don't like this feeling so th- with the run through we have to kind of walk out and the song I'll play and it's all just timing and stuff but I don't like this feeling of walking out onto the stage and there's nobody here and so you don't hear that mm. I'm like this is what's going to happen later going to walk out it's going to be tumbleweeds yeah. it never happens but in my head it triggers something and I don't know what it is sends me west boys yeah. if it makes it easier for everyone else because so, there is a lot going on behind the scenes I don't give a fuck about anyone else <laughs> How right. about that? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's my show. My name's on the ticket. Yeah. I'm not the only. You always seem more re- relaxed and comfortable when you get up on stage when you've done the run through, though. I don't know. I felt alright the last few <laughs> shows. If I'm being honest, I felt alright getting onto the stage. Do you know what's gas as well? So you're sitting here like this, and it's like the time just goes by instantly as well because you're sitting around waiting. And then before you know it, people start coming in. You're like, are we actually better go and get dressed? Because yeah. there's like people like, hey, is it? And I'm like, who are yous? And they're like, we're here for the show. I'm like, oh, bollocks. Them doors are open. We're sitting here in a tracksuit. Yeah. Are we doing listener questions for this? Yeah, I have to. Fuck worry. off. This is some crack. <laughs> doing listener questions. Here's one from Natalie from Ballyferme. This is Jack from Donegal working and living in Germany. I come up with a, a formula on. So the worst name of the person who was asking the questions... Fuel. better the question. Oh, Arthur McGinty obviously is a good joke. Yeah. But He's like, actually coming tonight, is he? Art- I'm going to call him out later on for the strength. Call him, call him out when... Uh, will we say that we're doing listener questions later? I know yeah, this will sure be, be out after the show, yes. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be doing listener questions on the actual live show. So you could say, Arthur McGinty, you're fond of a listener question. I wouldn't be surprised if three of the questions are his. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Anyway. There's a good chance that the, someone could ask a question that could be in the audience, Sam. His board is like, feed the kids. He's like, fuck off. I'm sending talking bollocks questions. <laughs> feed the kids. All he does is send questions. <laughs> All right, from Mark. Uh, he says, let's say you've done something very bad that deserves a proper punishment. The judge passes sentence, but he gives you a choice. 
you get either a kick in the balls every day for the rest of your life not taking at the them. exact same time I'm not taking that man or a kick in the balls once a week for the rest of your life but you never know when it's coming <laughs> wait what's the first one again every day but it's at the exact same time you know it's going to happen at no, 3 o'clock every day no. or just you're getting it by week. surprise yeah, once, once a week, week. you're taking them once a week 52 a year instead of 365 I would much rather not know when that's coming as well yeah. Are you having a laugh? Imagine you have to stand there at three o'clock and King Kong's going to come in and kick you on the balls, boys. And you're just the going to stand there. No, well, they were live sentence on me back. No, I, I would 100% rather be locked up, boys. That pain takes away a whole day anyways. A good kick in the balls, you're eight hours in anyways. Yeah. But would that not mean you can't plan? Because say you know it's every Thursday afternoon you're getting your weekly kick in the balls, right? Or No, wait, what is it? Daily kick? Daily? Man. Every day, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I'm not taking a kick in the sack every day. That's but you could, it's hard to plan stuff. 365 kicks in the balls a year. Uh-huh. 52. Imagine they came to you and they done it on a Sunday. Yeah. And then they done it on a Monday. So you already have the whole week then. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You have to get the two of them out of the way together. But imagine Bang. you're bleeding on the late, late as you're walking. And Patrick Gilles gives you a little, what's it? Oh, yeah, bollocks. Damn, what you doing then? This is how much you've changed that when you're trying to answer a zinger now, you're like, you know when you're on the late, late show? <laughs> it's a bit of a big deal, isn't it, bro? <laughs> was it that much of a big Boys deal? Of the generation. Was it really? <laughs> the late, late show? Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. No, was it really that much of a big deal? Because I was like, fuck it, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if we do what we don't do this. Of course it's mm. a big deal. When's Bladen, Paddy Kilty coming on the podcast? That's what I want to know. Whenever Terence texts him. Remember right. me from last week? Carl has a question for you. Would you rather wear fresh shoes, but every time you wear them, you have an itch under your foot, or you wear Joe's, Joe's, Joe's worn out New Balance for a year? You take the itchy foot. You take it. You'd have to. Especially if Joe's feet are at the minute in them. Joe's toenails and all. Oh, yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd have to. Oh, you have an itchy foot now, but that's because I'm nervous. Do you know that? Do you know before I go on the treadmill, I get mad itchy foot? Because I know I'm going to be on the treadmill for like 40 minutes. I'm not going to be stopping to scratch my foot and all. So I get mad itchy before I take my runner off. And you know what else I do? I take my runner off and then I hit start and the treadmill counts down and then I try and get my runner back on before it starts. I'm yeah, a tick, aren't we? Yeah, I'm a tick. I know the itchy foot as well now. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried. I know it doesn't help and we both take the same answer. Yeah. But there's no way someone's picking John McGuggan's new balance for a year. Even though after a couple of times of wearing Joe's new balance, they'd be your new balance. Yeah, but they will so always the, be jumping. The disgust that you might feel putting your feet in them at first, that would fade away, but the itch is there all day, every day. The itch would be like, you know, what they call Chinese water torture, just the drip of water, just dripping, aren't you? Over and over again, over time, sends people mad. The itch forever. No, it wasn't a bad way of trying to lure me in. But I'm not going in. <laughs> You'd rather risk uh, losing your mind. that for. <laughs> But the scratch won't help because the itch is there permanently. Stop trying to sell Joe's new balance. (laughs) I'm just trying to save the two of you from lifetime of torture. Yeah, but what would be more torturous? Having an itchy foot or wearing Joe's new balance? Because they're not your new balance, they're Joe's new balance. Good few messages saying people enjoyed your bit on the late late. Fair play. Good up. Who, us, the voice of a generation? Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Some generation. A doomed generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually had a good conversation last night. Do you used to take cod liver oil? Don't think so. No, we were reared on cod liver oil. Did you used to take actually thirty? Yeah, yeah, we were reared on it, like a big brown glass it, bottle. But not yeah. like daily take a spoonful of it, a big spoonful of it as well. First thing in the morning, get that into. That's what you need to start doing. Just taking it again. 
Well, I'm going back on the cod liver oil, yeah. How come that's not a thing anymore? Like, no one takes cod liver oil anymore. What's up with that? Like, when was the last time you even heard that term? Cod liver oil. Like, yeah, people start taking enough. apple cider vinegar and all. Yep. Doing shots of that to lose weight down the gym and all. Well, and what's all that? The ginger carry on and all? No, I'm, I'm doing shots of ginger and, and turmeric and all. Yeah. It's whopper. <laughs> it is. It's great for you. Yeah. What are you saying, people then? You are, you are the people now. You're middle class. Fallop no, on, on the voice of the people. Right. You can say it now as well. There's going to be a, a lot of talk about that on the show tonight. Yeah. Calvin's creeping middle classism. But not just me. Not just you, no. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> can we just say as well, yeah, when we looked up what like what qualifies as middle class, the bar is low. What is it? Going on holiday, owning a car, going out for dinner. Oh, um, yeah. Like, you'd know, I'd say you know more middle class people than Anton. Any other class, if that's the bar. But if you go on a holiday and don't have a toaster, is that even enough? <laughs> if you're too lazy to go to the shop and get a toaster, it doesn't count as deprivation. Follow point. What do you do for toast? Don't make toast. You just don't have toast ever, like? No. That's your problem. That's what's wrong with me? That's what's wrong with you, yeah. You need to go down the shop, get a toaster, grow up in the morning, two slices of toast and a spoonful of cod liver oil, and you'll be fucking flying. I'll be in some nick going around. In the nick of your life, bro, you'll never be sick again. Jack, who we had a question from earlier, followed on just with a compliment for you, Terence, on uh, saying exact same correctly on the Late Late Show. Yeah. So the first that, time I... You, bro. The, uh, so, is the, uh, what's his name? Jack. No, it wasn't him. Someone else texted me saying it. And she said, the first time you said it, you fucked it. And the second time you said it, you said it all right. So I think when I first said it, I consciously made the decision. Because if you, if you listen to it, I said the exact same. But I didn't say the exact the same. Yeah. And then the second time I say, exact same. So it's obviously like, I obviously was like, fuck, I'm on the late, like, don't say the exact Do you the remember there was a conspiracy that you were actually posh and you were putting on your accent? That's still going around. That was good crack, wasn't it? Like, that was real on. I know, I remember seeing that coming from someone. That was, but it's been a while. That was, like, early doors, that was. Yeah, oh. like, that was like a huge thing. Did a few people say that? Oh, yeah, a it was few. like a TikTok thing, wasn't it? Anytime yeah. a video went up on TikTok, it was like... Like, good numerous action, comments. <laughs> like, I bet you he's from Dorky and all. Yeah. I was like, I will dance on your little head for you if I get you. But see, he went on the Late Late Show then, and he started acting all posh and all. So he's exposing himself. You were acting pretty posh. I don't think I was. <laughs> you said exact same. I did. You did say affluent as well, Teddy. Yeah, I did. Did I come out with a few big words? Like Eminem in the back reading the dictionary before he goes on How stage. boys, I'm educated, you Owen, can we talk about what your wife said? Because you actually watched the Late Late Show from home. Mm-hmm. And what was said? I wasn't in the room, and when you two came out, she shouted, they're dressed like you. <laughs> <laughs> in the quarterships, the T-shirts and the chinos, yeah. like two coppers walking out. We have a question from Arthur McGinty actually, but I'm going to save it for the live show. Yes. <laughs> I'm buzzing about this. I can't wait to see what he says. Text me yeah, earlier. Um, Looking forward to the live show. Actually, he sent in a few questions, but I'm, there's just one I'm going to use. <laughs> Kids neglected the bits in the gap. <laughs> right, that's it from the National Stadium. That's enough from us. So we're going to jump back over now to a few questions that we have answered from the studio. So enjoy. Nicole from Kildare. I don't think we need to engage with this. I'm just letting you know the kind of stuff we get in from people. Uh, she says, whatever about New Balance... What do you think of gazelles? They annoy my eyeballs. <laughs> so we're just going to move on from that one. I Thanks agree, Nicole. Nicole. I agree. What have you got on there, Terry? A pair of what? They're up on the desk 
Yeah. Pair of tailwinds. I have a pair of tailwinds. What have you wearing there, Alan? Gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just texted me today and said, New Balance and the late lay, prick. Fair. <laughs> I, I, I texted him back and I just said, You're not wrong. I'm a cello. Yeah. Gazelles are having a big uh, comeback lately. Gazelles never went away. Where did that come from? That's that new style, isn't it, but? But you two group a lot of things under the name Gazelles. Because I would wear different types of... Sambas and gazelles are very similar. Sambas, yeah. gazelles, specials, all these different ones that you two always just say, oh, you're wearing your gazelles again. Yeah. No, they're very no. similar, that one. They're not. At the, the they're end. as similar as your different pairs of new... Your many different pairs of New Balance are. <laughs> I don't know. They have three stripes. All your New Balance have an N. <laughs> I wouldn't say they haunt me eyes. I think some of them are nice. I just think they have a bad reputation. They haunt my eyes. Do you know, like Air Max... Me the guard. Air Max 95s have a bad reputation. It is, it's mad undercover copper style, I think. That's, oh, that's incredibly insulting. That's the worst thing you could have said. <laughs> Do you hate the Garda as well? Go on. No, but I know how you feel about the Garda. <laughs> so for you to say someone looks like an undercover copper. So you like the Garda. I'm saying, <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just trying to sting you. You're a good politician, you. <laughs> Corey says... Corey's a good name. The Chad Corey Dylan Bella. Terence, do you think you'd be able to not say boom at the end of I this episode? I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. Where because did that come from? He says if you didn't say it, it would wreck your head for the rest of the week. Well, I don't know where, because I'm doing this since... You missed it one episode because somebody texted me and said that. Oh, I don't say that. And I sent it to you and you were fuming. And then another person texted me a few weeks ago says, when you say take us out, Owen or Siobhan, is that clipped with your boom and just added to the end? No, I, I said, do a no, new boom every week. Every week that's done, yeah. And I don't know why. Like in front of me, Ha Martin, I'm like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> like me, Ha, going in with the picture there. <laughs> yeah, every week, yeah. Damien. The Dempsey fella? He's been listening to a lot of 70s stuff recently. Not bad. Motown. Yeah. The Eagles, Rod Stewart. Yeah. And Michael Jackson, The Beatles. All in on that. Um, he says Beatles, it's hard to top. Uh, also, as you get to the end of the decade, you get the dawn of hip hop. He's wondering if you could only pick one decade to listen to. 80s. Okay. The GTA Voice City soundtrack. Boom. Simple as that. You won't get better songs than that. Of every genre? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go the early 2000s. You can have the whole 2000s. Yeah, give us the 2000s. Yeah, so 2000 to 2009. Just like that R&B, hip-hop, that was out there, boys. Unbelievable. Boys, you're talking Neo, Nelly. Boys, yeah. 50 Cent early. Yeah. Kanye West. Get your hands on me. I won't turn nothing else. I'll let the hands go in the studio immediately. I won't be heard nothing else. Oh, yeah, bro. The 80s. No, I like a bit of 80s. Don't get it twisted. I like a bit of 80s. 80s is probably Whitney Houston's best decade. The early 2000s. The Dre album and all came out. And then Eminem pops onto the scene. Eminem. Early Eminem. So Laura has been on to us. Laura says she was listening to a bonus episode that reminded her of something she was just recently telling her dad. She works within the community so she said she will be at people's homes the same time each workday she's become fascinated with the crows Nami bollocks yeah. having it she says they actually recognise my car when I pull up I throw them the last of my sandwich the odd time and every time without fail as soon as I pull up loads of them swoop down sitting looking at me like a pack of dogs it's amazing they're so smart sometimes I notice them stuffing the bread into the ground so I had to google it and it turns out they do this to attract worms and insects to the surface that's scary how intelligent that is. In uh, regarding pigeons, she says they're con artists, they're the con artists of all the birds. Anytime I'm at Conley Station, I notice them hopping on one foot around people and as soon as they're given food, the other foot drops down and I swear it works. People are going, oh look, the poor fella only has one leg. 
And um, Laura finishes with something on rats. She says, but rats, yes, wheels disease can be contracted in certain areas, especially close to a water source. Her dad's friend in work was gardening near a riverbank. He lit up a smoke with his glove still on. Next day, he was in intensive care. She says, as far as I know, he survived. (laughs) As far as I know. As far as she knows. So there you go. Do you know what I don't like about crows? Because people obviously know something that we don't. Why do you call a group of crows and more than a crows? Are they trying to tell us something there? It's not a bad show. It's just something passed down through folklore, apparently. They said groups of crows would hold trials to judge and punish other members of the flock that had offended in some way. Who'd win? Ten seagulls or ten crows? Seagulls. I'm sure ten seagulls would kill me young eight of us. <laughs> there's about 50 eight types of seagulls. Boys. Yeah, there's about 50 types of seagulls, so you have to be specific about which type. The ones that are always around town taking your blade and one chip out of your hand. Boys, yeah, the ones in town. They're different than any seagulls I've ever seen. Yeah, I seen one the other day in a tech fleece. <laughs> a crow that doesn't know another crow, if he hears that crow in trouble, he'll go and jump in, help him. So if, this, if the seagulls, it's ten on ten, the crows are getting back up. But all do their crows, even if they're not mates. They're showing up. I like that. I want to roast me little brother, but I don't want to roast him either. So, obviously, because I don't live at home, and if we're playing Call of Duty, and my brother is on with invite him in, because he's actually decent. He is good. But he always gives me a turn and stick. Now, I mean, it awful feels, stick. Like, feels. awful, awful stick. He, he does roast or something. Like, I don't even do that. And I'm there, like, I'm your brother on the podcast, and I'm trying to inspire you, and he'd just be like, ha state your haircut. And I'd be like, <laughs> thanks. So, he was getting brave with me the other day. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I've got more boards than everybody in this family. <laughs> Right? And I was like, I didn't know how to handle that because I was like, do you go in on him? Or do you just like let it slide? And then I was like, I don't know what to do. Walked in the gaff the other day, yeah? He's up in the sitting room watching the telly, watching Cars 3, right? And I goes, what are you doing? He goes, watching all the Cars films. And I goes, you're trying to tell me they are giving to the big Charlie saying, you got more boards than anyone in this family and you're here watching the Cars trilogy. <laughs> Lighting the McQueen pajamas on him. Ciao. <laughs> so next time you see him, Terry, give him a good licking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what else happened? You brother before. So uh, what my dad does, which is very strategic. Yeah. If he knows he's gonna make pancakes for breakfast, he makes the mix and puts it in the fridge the night before. So you straight down, bang the pan on, and there's your pancakes ready in two minutes. Yeah. So you're not making it all in the morning. And my brother was on a fitness buzz, drinking loads of smoothies. And he came into the gaff and he thought it was a banana smoothie and he necked the whole pancake mix in one sup. <laughs> and he didn't realise, he was like, that tastes funny, what was in that smoothie? And my dad came in, you fucking idiot, that's pancake mix. <laughs> so anytime it's brought up, those fingers getting pointed everywhere, you never told me what was in that, you never asked this, that, and you know. <laughs> Just be some crack, I swear to God. There's nothing better than going back to your mask, gaff. Just uh, to hear what's happening. Hear who the biggest fucking idiot is in the last two weeks yeah. and go from there. Yeah, well, what's your night boys to hang over? Have you never seen it before? I don't know. No, I didn't because I didn't, like, nothing came back to me. Do you know I mean? I know if I did say I would have, I think I knew about it. Yeah. What a film, boys. Great film, isn't it? Hilarious. Film. And I watched Rush Hour 2 as well. Let's go. Film as well. Rush Hour 2 could be the greatest film of all time. Yeah, it's good. It is good. What? Art and Reason. Rush Hour 2 is the greatest film of all time. <laughs> Art and Reason, that oh. one. Art, no, I'll watch a film tonight and I'll think of. Could be a six hour time, but because it's the newest thing I've seen. That's the best one <laughs> yeah, I've ever seen. The newest thing I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watching two films, boys. I thought he'd be proud of me, two comedies. Have you watched Hangover 2 and 3? Or Rush watched, Hour 1 and 3? <laughs> I watched film me once. Yeah, any use? I gave up on it, I thought I was mad bleeding. Shit. I watched first, uh, this is on my father's grave. Four times I watched that first episode. Right? Really? Couldn't take to it. So why did you watch it again? But then I stuck it out. 
on the last time. So five times I watched it. Four times I had to keep going back in it. Did you get me? Right. I said, I'm giving this one more bash. Did you finish the whole bro. season? Yeah. Oh, I got a little, bro. Did I? I gave up on it, bro. It was my how, how long in? Fourth Shh. episode, I said. No, no, no. Four or five, bro. So you're at the end, there's only bleeding seven or eight. Yeah, no, just couldn't proper anymore. Yeah, gave up on that. A uh, little fact for you. Humans are the only animals with chins. Does a dog not have a chin? My Ooh. dog has a little grey patch on her chin. And it's a chin. Define chin. There's a muscle there, is there? There's something there, because like, you can squeeze that. Do you know what I mean? You have a little something. Is that what a chin counts as? Do you know if you... Sk- I was going to tell you a lie. Go on. Come on. I don't know if it was a lie. Go. That doesn't hurt you or something. Squeezing your elbow doesn't hurt. The back of your elbow doesn't hurt. Can't hurt you. What? Squeeze the back of your elbow fat as hard as you can. I can't hurt you. You've no nerves there? Do it. Try and hurt yourself. I can feel, but I can feel that. No, you can't. No, no, straighten your arm. Yeah. And, and try and hurt yourself with that, that elbow fat. You can't. You can't hurt yourself. Terrence, that, I can feel this pain. I'm pinching. I'm digging the nail into it. I can feel it. Am I to make that up? Yeah. I can't. And then you were saying your earlobe is the same. Yeah, but then it popped into my head like people get their ears pressed. And they'd be screaming, crying, yeah. Yeah. So that one was made up. This one, that's real. You can't feel that, can you, when you do it? I can feel it, but it's not painful. Yeah. Do you get an nail into it? Yeah, that's all I'm doing. I'm about to dig my nail into that and I can feel it. What's up? Yeah, not really, no. No, no I, I can't know. feel it either. Arthur. McGinty. I presume He's so. back. He gets two questions for you. And it being Arthur, I think we'll give you both. If you could be any age for the rest of your life, what age would you pick and why? 23. 21. Ooh, why? Young, fresh, hungry, think, motivated. Yeah, I think 23 is <laughs> is all them things, just a bit more mature. Nah, I'm You're an it. adult at 23. I didn't even think about that when I said it. If you could be any age for the rest of your life. 23. Five. <laughs> <laughs> just get washed and dressed well in the normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just get, getting washed and dressed. Just getting looked after, cradled, minded. I can see. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, no friends, real worries in the world. No, but you just want to be older when you're that age. That's all you want to be is just grown up at that age. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, everyone wants to, you know, leave the... school and get a job. And look how that pans It's just out human nature, isn't it? Yeah. They just want what you don't have or can't have, let's say. It's a good bit of freedom, though. I thought 23, boys. 23 ready to take on the world. See, if you're going to go with, like, Adulthood and then a bit of sense, you should be looking at 25, 26. I think, tw- but 23 is still fresh, bro. We only had this discussion. So, we a lot of people don't age well. We think we're aging absolutely fine, bro. And a couple of our mates are, but there's a couple of our mates who are not aging like milk. The boys are, oh, we're aging oh, like good. They all peaked, they all peaked at 19. I was in bits at 19. Did you ever see how scrawny I was? I had a shaved head and all. Ah, oh, 19, I was dog rough. 23, I start getting fresh. You know what I mean? We go back there. We're aging like four and one with the expression, like the little hand emoji, like an Italian. Yeah. I'm telling you. 23. What's yeah. Arthur's second question? If you could pick any celebrity to be your best friend. Justin Timberlake. But just because you're best mate, right, doesn't mean it's going to sleep. Sleep with me? No, sling you to sleep. <laughs> sleep me to sleep. <laughs> doesn't mean it's going to sing you to sleep. Stop yeah. getting that. But many times you heard me singing. Yeah. Surely he has to sing once. I'll surely if you ask him, like, if I say here and ask you, they have like, but I feel kind of never like. Yeah, but like, sure. if he's your best mate, surely. He just strikes me as a sound fella as well, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake. Yeah. Any celebrity. Oh, I'd probably go Dennis Rodman, boys. That's a show. But a crack, boys. Just who are you together, though? 
Yeah, it'd be bad. Like. You would hate each other, bro. He'd be like, he's wrecking my head, and you'd be like, you're wrecking my head, you tick. And we, yeah, we'd kill each other, me and yeah. Dennis Robin. But uh, for the sport, boys, don't want to Justin Timberlake in my life. <laughs> so who are you picking, Terry? Dennis Rodman? Gonna go, I haven't got too much time to think. I'm going to go so I'm gonna go with Dennis Rodman because he's in my head. This is one of them questions you're going to be kicking yourself when you go home. Liberty, best mate. Will Smith, sounds like a bit crack. No, virgin. <laughs> Absolutely virgin of a young black. Doesn't course on that. Boards out. Does he not? Doesn't he not? Oh, he doesn't course. Does he not course or something? I say something like that. I'm actually thinking. I don't think I've ever every, heard him coursing the film. Every rapper, every rapper slags him over. I've never heard him coursing the film. This yeah. is real shit. Now Will Smith, you know things like that. All the rappers do be saying like, because he's like supposed to be just a mad virgin, and then the whole scandal about his board and all. Boys, I know that. I didn't know what song that was. If you can get that, Ali Bumbaye, but yeah, again. show, great show. This is remember Owen. He was calling me Shazam, and you were like, great "Oh yeah, show. you pick one." Oh, that's a some show, boy. I gave him four awards or something. That's some shit. Real shit. No Will Smith. No, no, no. The gay and they yelling. Yes. Ali Bombay. Yeah. Ben says, if a nuclear bomb went off in Dublin and made Dublin uninhabitable, what other county in Ireland would you move to and why? So let's presume it's a nuclear bomb that only makes Dublin. We've had this conversation before. Galway. Galway's not a bad spot. You're not going to Roscommon. You're not going to Leitrim. You're not 100% not going to either of them. You're not going to Offaly. Right? Tipperary's touching go. I might go Tipperary. Tipperary's a possibility. You're not going to Kildare. No, you're not going to kill there. You could go... I, I have four options. Wexford, yeah. Tipperary, Cork or Galway. And other than that is a no-go zone for me. They have already been here, in my opinion. Like They're like they're already in more... <gasps> they're in more states than Dublin is and Dublin's at being hit by a nuke. Oof. Do you know what I mean? I'd say... Yeah, a lot of offended. No, it won't be popular. Wexford, Kerry, <laughs> Kerry be up there. For the viewers and all? Yeah, bro. Why are you just going to hike every day? Obviously. I'm in the gaff, man, playing Call of Duty, you know? Yeah. Not a blade of signal. Not a blade of wipe. Not a delivery. Always go crack. Honestly. Last one from Stephen. Go. In Tala. Stephen from Tala, living in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Finds himself speaking a bit of Aussie lingo, he says already. Um, How long is he living there? A year. All right, yeah. Almost a year. His question is, if you had to trade your accent for a different one, which one would you choose? Scouts. I like, I like Aussie. I knew he'd say Scouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Aussie's a good one as well. I yeah. said you'd say Aussie. Scouse, I'd go, yeah. But I, th- I don't know. I, love... I don't like the K's in, in the Scouse accent. There's too much. The... You know what I mean? Yeah, I like it. Oh, the New Zealand accent. You ever hear Carl go of uh, Thor? Oh, hey, man. My name's Cook. Oh, just a big pull of rocks waving at you. No? Ron Wells has a good one. South Africa's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Drick is Duplessis and the middleweight champion of the world. A lot of people despise the South African accent. I don't have a problem with it. Remember the South African fella pulled me and he's a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> Real South African fella randomly pulled me in town and he was like, no, as lives there. As opposed to the fake South African fella who pulled him. No, like, wasn't like living in Dublin or something. Was over here on a holiday. Huh? Yeah. Remember the South African in woman? In town he said, I'm only over here for two weeks. I can't believe I'm at the bumping into you. What's the chances that I love the podcast? South African and as fuck this fella. I was like, you're a legend. <laughs> South African as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, because like, he's a real South African. Yeah. You know, like, you hear people who are a fan of the podcast and they're like... South African living here. Like living this. here 20 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This fella was South African to the core, boy. How did he start listening to this? I, I didn't get... Did I ask him? I don't think I did. I, I can't remember. We just had a short... If you're listening to this, reach out to us, pal. Yeah, if you're listening. There's not many South Africans that, that pulled the me in town, yeah. And he was huge, boys. Big fridge of a man, this thing. <laughs> yeah. Big but, springbok. Yeah, he was over here on a holiday or something, but real South African. If you're listening, bro, reach out to us and let us know. 
Right, so that's it. Send any questions, dilemmas, live stories in the talking bollocks at goloudnow.com. On the ball. Waiting for the boom. <laughs> oh, voice. <laughs> boom! What you waiting for? What you fucking in? Just a little more. Oh, you're in the car. Anybody okay? Walking on the floor. When you're in the dance. The hip knocker.